What does the coronavirus teach us about our election system? I'm Bill Newman, and this is the Civil Liberties Minute. On Tuesday, March 17th, Arizona, Florida, and Illinois held their primaries as planned, but Ohio postponed its primary, as have other states, including Georgia, Maryland, and Louisiana. And for good and not pretextual reasons, the coronavirus could put at risk voters and poll workers, and fear of being infected by the virus could keep many voters away from the polls altogether. But actually going to the polls should not be a prerequisite for voting. Some states allow voting by mail. Absentee ballots traditionally required a good reason why the voter couldn't vote on Election Day, but some states are now allowing no excuse necessary absentee ballots. And some states allow early voting, which increases turnout and would reduce the possibility of infection and fear of being infected. The failure to disallow early voting, no excuse absentee voting, and voting by mail, as a practical matter, these function as a method of voter suppression. Of course, none of these methods for allowing people to vote is required, even though these methods enhance voter participation and democratic principles and the constitutional principle of one person, one vote. Nonetheless, not having these methods of voting still conforms to the laws of the states where the voting occurs, and those laws will remain in effect unless and until they are changed. The Civil Liberties Minute is made possible by the ACLU because freedom can't protect itself.